Welcome to Go Construct Radio, an online radio station bringing you tips, tricks and inspiring stories from dreamers and entrepreneurs around the world. Hey guys, this is Ellie and Go Construct Radio covered various sessions at InnoFest Hyderabad. And in today's episode, we have the founder of InMobi, Mohit Saxena, talking to the audience. InMobi is a performance-based mobile ad network backed by SoftBank and Kleiner Perkins, Caulfield and Byers. The company was founded in 2007 in India with offices in several countries. InMobi focuses on the mobile monetization sector and is one of the biggest companies in China. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I think I just saw this tea hub. It's phenomenal, you know. Uh, this is the kind of place where I would like to sit and work. So, you know, I, I, I thought InMobi office is the most beautiful offices, uh, at least in India. But after seeing this place, it's, uh, it's giving a very close fight. Uh, so since you know what InMobi does is, I'll just give you a five-minute brief. And after that, I would love to have this a two-way conversation. I don't believe in uh, one-way commentary because it's not helpful for me. And it's not helpful for you because you might have a completely different questions. Uh, so we are in mobile uh, monetization. Uh, we are a global company. Uh, we are competing directly with Google and Facebook. And what our business is basically, uh, you know, we have advertiser on one side who are looking for the right audience. They have certain proposition that they want to sell and they are looking for the right audience based on certain targeting factor. And then we have publisher on the other side. Publishers are basically app, mobile sites, all these guys, uh, these publishers. And they have users, you know, they have, they have users who come and use their application and use their sites. And what we do is basically we rent a space. We, we, we rent a space using our code, using our SDK. And uh, when a user visit their site, our codes, uh, our code get to know that a user is visiting that site. And then we collect certain information about that user and build a profile. And based on that profile, we try to see that what is the best proposition that we can show at this point of time to that user uh, that he might be interested in. And if a user is interested in that proposition, he clicks on that or he downloads that app, he goes to that site and then we charge advertiser. And when we charge advertiser, we give a portion of that money to publisher and we uh, keep certain portion of uh, uh, that revenue. So that's what mo mobile monetization company is. Uh, model is uh, what we are doing recently is basically we are completely pivoting or rather reimagining advertising and we are making it absolutely centric around user so so we we want to give uh, user a one of the best discovery uh, by understanding his behavior understanding his traits in a best possible experience where advertising is not considered as a spam or an intrusive nuance but rather part of life because if you think about it, uh, it's very important for the ecosystem. There's a lot of content that is free out there. And the reason it's free is because advertising paid for the party. So if all advertising go away, almost 90% of the content on internet will be uh, paid and the whole ecosystem will collapse. So, so, so this is a big, uh, big engine that makes the whole thing running right from uh, digital world where Google, Yahoo, Microsoft, uh, you know, in, in, in search, uh, technology right from Bing to uh, Google search uh, all the way to display technology and now in mobile world where you are seeing company like Facebook, Twitter, InMobi, uh, we do that. Uh, little bit information about our scale, we, we serve close to 9 billion impression every day and uh, our traffic is uh, at the peak is roughly around 140,000 to 150,000 uh, requests per second. That is almost two times of what Twitter gets uh, in their highest peak time. Uh, we are present in 165 countries, 
data center located in six continents and our offices is in 22 countries and our strength is around 1000 people. Uh, most of product and engineering is uh, based in Bangalore. Uh, pretty much uh, we are an Indian company and we take, proud, we take pride in saying that uh, we, we are Indian based technology and product company who are competing with uh, Google and Facebook of the world. So other thing, uh, other thing what is unique about us is uh, we are not, uh, we don't have a uh, definition where we say we are Uber of India or we are Amazon of India. We are InMobi of world and it's called InMobi in every place. Uh, right from China to UK to uh, US uh, uh, to India, uh, this is the name we, we are known. Uh, we are number one ad net. We are number one ad network in China and most of the Southeast Asian countries. We are number three in Europe, obviously behind Google and Facebook, and we are number four in US because we we had the reverse trend. We started from India and then we went to uh, Western part of the world. But we are we are we pretty sure uh, that we will be if not number one, number two, uh, very soon in those countries as we. So that's uh, uh, that's what we have. Uh, just one more uh, that we are end-to-end -end, uh, product and tech company. Every decision that we make is uh, driven through product and technology. Um, so, so we take pride in that. Uh, engineers are my celebrity and uh, uh, whoever we are, whatever we are, we are because of them. So, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much uh, what about the brief introduction uh, uh, about InMobi. Little bit about myself is, uh, 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 I'm one of the co-founder of InMobi and I'm responsible for the uh, technology and I don't have a computer science degree. Uh, I passed out from IIT Roorkee and uh, my degree was uh, material science, what do you know? So, <laughs> and I always felt that four years is too much to basically, uh, you know, for this kind of degree. Uh, so I started doing uh, some, uh, you know, some experiment with the C++ and C. And luckily my first job was in software. Uh, I joined a, I joined a, joined a company uh, that is also a pioneer in steel making. Tata Steel is the company, name of the company. So I spent one year with that. And after that I moved to US. And uh, for roughly 10 to 11 years, I was there and I mostly worked for uh, AT&T. So I'm, I have a telecom experience uh, and then I briefly worked for uh, Virgin Mobile uh, for two to three years. And uh, after that, I came to India, met Naveen and we started this company in Mobi. So since then, uh, uh, it has been a uh, beautiful journey, a uh, lot of failures and a lot of success. So, so that's all uh, I have as an intro, but I would love to uh, uh, have question and then have a two way. Okay. Introduce yourself, ask a question. My name is Meher sir, I am an alum of IIIT Hyderabad. Uh, my question is that, uh, I mean your competitors mainly are Google and Facebook and uh, for an ad platform to understand your customer as you said, uh, to make it more targeted, you have to understand the behavior of the customer in various trades. Yes. So Google and Facebook have logins, but InMobi is not a consumer facing, uh, uh, so th there is no, so I don't have an account in InMobi, but probably I am also one of the impression which you have. Yeah. So how do you understand me better because Google and my Facebook have that enormous power because I am logged into my Google always, I am logged into my Facebook always. So how do you overcome so, that? So I think, so there are two ways to answer that. One thing is basically, uh, you know, Facebook and Google, they have enormous advantage because, you know, they have these ID what you are saying which is quite important, uh, plus also they have a disadvantage as well and, and that's what we, uh, you know, if you are a startup, you have to figure out when you are fighting a big enemy, uh, you cannot take them head on, uh, you know the guerrilla warfare, 
you figure out what are the weak point you hit them hard then run away <laughs> you look for another weak point you hit them hard and then run away which means you're launching new product and have that onslaught going on that it will be very hard for a big company to catch up because they cannot move you know it's a 20000 organization so what do we have is uh, so their biggest problem is their data is pretty monolithic so people write all kinds of crap on facebook you know even i i was coming here i i wrote four messages and all meaningless you know stuck in traffic and then i wrote uh, i hate this airport then hyderabad is pretty good you know so so i mean what do you make what do you make out of this information so i think they have a very big challenge the information is uh, too much uh, people are you know taking the photo of their burger and posting it the burger is not good uh, so the context get lost over there uh, so that's one thing uh, the other thing is uh, uh, you know we work with uh, roughly 20000 publisher so which means uh, i get very different kind of experience sometime you are reading a newspaper sometime you are playing a game these two are completely two different things but it tells me something about your character uh, in mobile there is also a id which is called idfa uh, and and uh, gpid in case of google uh, so you can uniquely identify your phone that what this user does and especially when this uh, this is very much in line or uh, uh, in line with not collecting pii information i don't need i'm i'm not interested in knowing individually who you are for me what is most important is uh, what cohort you belong to and what are your strong traits you know how i can define your personality so so with the help of these signals that we get from these 20000 publisher we try to create a profile for you and uh, what we do is we try to create a holistic picture that who you are and what really entices you and and then uh, make my advertiser work based on that uh, one more thing what we have is uh, we we took a very bold call so if you think about google they are about intent you know you type something and then search come in but that that itself is becoming obsolete because in mobile nobody goes to google search bar nobody types anything so in 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 mobile world it's about context just in time context you know if you want food now then that's what matters if you want uh so so similarly google has social graph you know they they know you they know your friends and that's how their their whole intelligence is uh, intelligence is built uh what we are trying to do is if if we try to reinvent intent and social we lose the game uh so our way of doing thing is your emotional graph you know every time you visit a property you are you are in certain state of emotions and we try to understand that and then we try to build your profile around it and that tells me what emotions makes you make decisions and 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 that, that's what that's that's what our intelligence is uh, behind our advertising yeah my name is subramanian um i'm a digital marketer by profession and uh, i find that mobile is usually at the top of the purchase funnel people start in their mobile device they go to a website they bounce back then they go back to the desktop and then they may do the purchase so in such an ecosystem how do you actually measure the efficiency of your advertisements so mobile is actually a 100% measurable device you know you can link it all the way to the attribution whether it's a sale or it's a download you can actually say who clicked and even if this ad was downloaded or if this item was purchased yeah, on what what you are talking about is called cross device phenomena okay. it is actually uh, not a very big number you know if you think about it especially economies like india and china people actually don't go to desktop there are no desktop so the desktop penetration is fairly low uh you are not the user which means the people uh, the engineers who you have access to laptop and you desktop but that's not the real world if you go to tier 2 tier 3 city the only device they have is these phones uh and then we are very good friends with the company like uh, flipkart snapdeal and you know 
if you if you know mentor already took the call that they will not have any uh, any desktop uh, web application at all everything is going to be mobile and nothing happened to their business almost 90% business is intact uh, flipkart already 70% of their business right from buying to uh, 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 you know looking at the item and purchasing is happening over there uh, what you're saying is still a strong phenomena in us uh, which is a different world and there are different way to attribute this cro cross device linkage over there uh, but especially in a in a uh, in a growing world in the future it's going to be all about mobile so for example when you book a book a cab you don't log into your desktop to make the payment you do it from your phone so, uh, you order your food it's actually from your phone so, uh, right from grofer to amazon everything you know it, it's it's happening from your phone only and and even companies are pushing you to use mobile version rather than uh, going on to the web uh, it's still a big number in western world where you're talking about so on that we 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 work very closely with the merchant uh, to link these two uh, for the attribution purpose that this guy saw the same thing because generally they use a email id or some id uh, while they were looking at the item and when they purchased it so you can link using those two Yeah, my name is Avinash and I work for a financial tech startup. Uh, I have three questions for you. The first one is, you are one of the most successful startup company from India operating in China. Can you share the lessons of uh, how you entered China and how you can gain uh, market access to Chinese people? And the second one is, as an more of uh, customers are using ad plus, ad blocks and advertising companies like you, how you are uh, competing with them? Uh, can you say how ad blocks and ad blocking tools? Uh, and third one is, you know, uh, whether you uh, directly generate ads or you'll work with the big core advertising companies of WPP or Omicom or IPC or uh, how you're getting leads for advertisement from clients. Thank so, you. So China was a strategic dis uh, decision that we took almost uh, uh, within two years of our inception and that was a very big, that was a very big uh, call we, we took. And the main reason for us was that, you know, we know China is a huge market. You know, China is very much like India in terms of uh, population, uh, even social fabric and, and, and uh, the number of mobiles. It just basically, you know, it's, it's little ahead where we are. Uh, and, and the other, other good thing was is uh, uh, nobody is present in China, right from Google to Facebook because of various geopolitical reasons. So it was, uh, so you know, if you are in battle uh, uh, for a global business, you need to figure out that where your competitor are not present. And there is always a first mover advantage. So we said, no matter how hard it is uh, to go to China, we'll go there and we'll ensure that before anybody can come to this market, we will be so big uh, that competing us will be a very big deal. So we actually work very, uh, very diligently on that. Uh, cracking China market is not, uh, not easy, right from technology to setting up a data center. Uh, even today, we serve ad in China from Hong Kong because, you know, there's a firewall, there's a lot of scrutiny and all those. Uh, and same thing on business, you know, to strike the deals and all, you have to actually behave like a Chinese company. So, so we have a very big, uh, big presence in China, roughly 70 people. Uh, and, and, and InMobi is regarded as uh, almost half, half Chinese company in China. That's how we run it. Uh, so, and then we use a lot of our uh, uh, developer knowledge, uh, what we learned from India and Southeast Asia and China to crack that market. So that was, and then so far we have been very successful. We are number one. Uh, uh, ad network over there. Uh, the other thing is what you talk about uh, uh, mobile business uh, consists of three things. One is there is a performance business which is digital economy, you know, app downloads and all those kind of things. And then there is a brand business. So the agencies that you are talking about, WPP, Publicis, uh, Starcom, Mediacom, 
all these guys are agency and when you work with big brand generally their ad dollars are spent through these agencies so we work with both we work with brand and we work with these agencies to basically leverage our platform and help them to reach the awareness to the respective uh, audience uh, so that's what it is i forgot what was the third thing yeah so ad blocker is uh, you know i think they have been uh, in business for quite some time and actually it's a extortion you know if you see most of ad blockers what they do is uh, uh, they block an ad and then they will basically take some money from the advertiser and they will open up some ad so so i think they have been part of your uh, web browser for almost last 10 years uh, they have pretty bad user experience and generally they don't help and like i told you uh, uh, mobile advertising or any card kind of part of advertising is part of the ecosystem because that that is what makes it free you know and if uh, if the advertising is not there uh, they won't be free content so i mean if you go and try to uh, read wall street journal newspaper i mean you have to pay 2 dollars for weekly subscription because that's what it is uh, you know they are not funded by advertising but that's what happen and look at what their number is and if you go to news hunt it's all free paper over there you know so i mean uh, same thing uh, that's it, it's a part of the system so they are here to stay but they they will not have much impact as long as uh, as long as advertising is meaningful and it is showing you what is uh, related to you or what is based and designed for you is not a intrusive experience but if it's showing showing you something random that you don't even know what it is and you don't like it then it becomes problematic and we don't believe in that kind of advertising hi uh, myself i am bala satish i am from my dream store uh, we are an e-commerce company here so uh, i take care of product management over there since uh, inmobi is a big product company as such uh, what are your what is your advice you know uh, you should or uh, or key learnings in uh, that we should keep in mind during the product management phase for startups so i think the the biggest advice uh, uh, advice that i can give uh, and once again i'm not an expert in the product i can say two things two or three things about technology uh, so take it for what is worth uh, so first thing is uh, never fall in love with your idea Uh, the biggest mistake product manager they do is basically they they fall in love with their product and they just don't listen even if people tell them this is not the right product and all those they need this this is the right product uh the other thing is uh, be very clear that what exactly your product is and what is your end end user end customer so for example none of us is your user you know even if i am telling some i can give you any gyan but end of the day i have not seen your product so so i am not a uh, what do you call a uh, staple user that you would you would build your product around so so always whenever you are designing a product whenever you are building your product make sure that there is a lot of mechanism for validation and iteration is quite important because do not hesitate uh, while you are while you are improving your product through iteration so even if it takes 100 chances you have to do that because then only you can make the perfect product uh, i have not seen any product manager or any company who have got it right at the first time you know even company like apple they have done things multiple times you know then then they was then they were succeeded but then they spend lot of time and iteration on it and eventually they get it right so listen to customer uh, understand who your customer is and then uh, solve the right problem do not invent it in your head uh, rather uh, hear it from the user and solve it then you'll be a very successful product manager how would you define and measure user experience how do you, how do you how do you measure measure user experience uh purely by engagement so if you are showing something to user uh so once again uh, you know uh, the limited knowledge that i have of user interface uh every 
every pixel has a purpose. You know, if you create a page, if you create an experience, every pixel has to have certain meaning. That if some color is red, why it's red? And if some color is blue, why it's blue? If you put a button somewhere, if you put a search box somewhere, if you put a drop down somewhere, it's very important to understand why you have it over there. Put it over there. Uh, you know the uh, how I have seen some very good uh, UI people do an experiment to understand the engagement is. Uh, they do a heat map. They, they they try to understand that where people are interacting. And if you see the people are interacting at a places where it was not intended, which means something is definitely very wrong with the page. Or if you have created certain action item, you know people would come and click on it and do this. Uh, and if you are not seeing a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the heat map is quite lighter over there, then you know the people are not coming and uh, uh, reacting to it. One example I'll give you, we have, uh, so we have an interstitial ad, which is a full screen. And uh, during one point of time, the entire ad was clickable. So what happened you, you, when you're on the mobile, you have a habit of swiping it. So when we, when we draw the heat map, the button of uh, going to the next page was somewhere in the center. But when you draw the heat map, you'll see there's a huge density on the right corner, uh, right center corner of the f uh, of, of the page and the left center corner of the page. And the reason was because most of the people swipe either this or like this. So clearly, no, this was unintended swipe and people are not engaging with the page because my engagement button is right in the middle. So you you immediately understand that what is wrong there, what is happening, and then you 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 change that behavior. So these are these are one of the methods that you can use for the measurement. If I can uh, further elaborate. So my question was more around customer experience. I didn't say that correctly. So like you have your customers interact with you different channels, different. No, no. Geos. So in that case, you 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 have built your product on certain logical hypothesis, and every such li uh, logical hypothesis needs to be uh, tested. So if you have imagined that people will go from this place to that place and do this action. You always have to put tracker on those actions and see if this is happening. So the purpose of your page or the purpose of your product uh, needs to be instrumented very well for you to understand if people are actually behaving that way or they are not. Uh, and, and, and it's quite important because sometimes you may have imagined a product in a completely different way, but user is the judge uh, and then they might react in a completely different way. If you, uh, so you know, Twitter, uh, the idea of tweet was not even the main product. It was completely different. And, uh, uh, you know, Jack Dorsey, he was one of the engineers and he said, you know, I have written a code and I, what it does is basically it, it sends a 140 character SMS uh, uh, message to uh, uh, people. And he was using this to basically send messages to other fellow engineers and all of a sudden this became product because, you know, it was exposed to a very smaller group and all of a sudden it just became such a uh, huge mix. Uh, so that Twitter was born because of uh, one hack. but the user engagement was so phenomenal that, you know, it became full-fledged product. Thank you. So my question to you is about advertising and how is mobile advertising going to evolve in future? Because in the hyper-local scenario, the advertising is still offline, be it print or SMSs. So how do you see that changing in the mobile advertising domain? So hyper-local is a very uh, hard problem to crack because, uh, you know, it, it looks like a very good idea, but when you try to do is scaling this business is very hard. In fact, before in Mobi, we tried to do something similar, uh, SMS based discovery model. We failed miserably uh, because everybody liked the idea, but nobody was paying for it. So, so, so we lost all our money at least. Angel, all our angel funding was gone in, in this and then we had to basically turn the idea around. Uh, so, uh, 
so i'm 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 still little bit skeptic about what kind of business can be made because because of the cardinality you know you go to a road there are 100 shops and and they all can say that we are different from this guy we are different from this guy so i think at this stage uh, there's some sort of standardization is needed however in mobile i think uh, now we have been able to detect a location within 200 meter range this is as good as it gets if you try to get more intrusive it's become uh, is becoming encroaching you encroaching to your pia information and you don't want any company not not just uh, us or fair well is on you every minute that where are where are you so i think there is a limit and 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 there are certain uh, uh, privacy and user feature that we have to oblige to so in that sense we stay we stay around a big segment big cohort and a category uh, base but you know there are uh, hyper local economies uh when you talk about these delivery and food if you think about it they are hyper local you know i mean even uh, you know you go to any food delivery service now you can actually search restaurants that are within 1 km radius and you can search food from there so so there are ways hello yeah i'm it so i want to know like how inmobi solved the chicken and egg problem of advertising like having the advertisers and the companies that would use your platform at the same time bringing them together so the good thing uh, for us was uh, advertising uh, when we entered into the market it was already pretty uh, big force uh, if not in mobile at least in digital world uh, having said that we had at least 2 years where the entire ecosystem go through uh, sort of education you know where you have to tell people that uh, you know the more and more traffic and more and more behavior will move from digital world to mobile uh, and then that was the phase where where you know we struggled and and, and we worked with uh, uh you know we had to educate every time uh, on this side it advertiser and on this side it publisher and and it hasn't stopped we still do it because it's changing so fast but i think uh, the good thing now is there's lot more conviction there's lot more acceptance uh for this as a viable media uh, but if you think about it tv is uh, there's huge dollar is still going to the tv but i'm very bullish about it we are few days away from launching our first uh, tv os sdk you know apple has launched tv os and i'm pretty sure that is going to change the world uh, how you see tv will be completely different it will be just like a mobile app so i you have you have seen the tv os uh, if you see the new version i have seen the new version and created the sdk so pretty much i believe the new uh, uh, new tv uh, the videos that you see and all are going to be on that me- that that black box not coming through uh, some dish network and all those things all you will need a internet connection and a small device and you will watch on tv whatever you want and whenever you want so there'll be no programming and you know while this will exist because you know tv has a huge penetration but i think that behavior will go through a transformation yeah it will be more meaningful and then you can choose what you want to see and uh, there'll be a free content there'll be a paid content you know so the choice is yours hi i'm hitesh so i had a question so now inmobi is dealing with large amounts of data right big data yes. so when you initially create the company did you focus on initially only scaling out for that amount of data you had a like incremental approach first building the core then scaling out so that that's the job of a good cto <laughs> to see the future so so all no no but joke part uh, i think uh, i'm pretty sure some of you will start new companies and uh, if if you are the guy who has who has been handed over the responsibility of thinking technology and how you will shape the organization and how you sh- you have to see the future and you have to see things that might happen 2 years or 3 years down the line uh, so uh we actually invested uh, very early uh i think we we were not even dealing with uh, gigabits of information when we invested uh, in hadoop and we uh, we put a four cluster 
and and because we knew that future is going to be this we 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 are in a business where there will be huge data and today we are running almost six hadoop cluster and every one of them is more than petabyte worth of information and they are running all over the place uh we are also uh, the fifth largest contributor in hadoop ecosystem if you go and see uh, type in mobi uh, we are right after uh, hortonworks which used to be ex yahoo ibm microsoft and cloudera fifth company is in mobi from india and we have highest number of uh, highest number of contributor and com uh, committer that entire asia has produced so in 3 years uh, and all these engineers they knew nothing about big data hadoop and anything uh, but uh, some committers are as young as 2 uh, years into the job and they have they have writing code on uh, yarn and uzi and falcon which is used by almost 22000 companies across the globe so so invest early and take those calls So sure. my name is Daivik and I'm doing my MBA right now. So people generally say that take three, you know, you need to have three to four years of work experience, then you need to go for a startup. Be before get going to startup, you need to have minimum work experience. But there's, uh, have we have worked in many places. Uh, did that really help you in in Mobi? So there's no time frame, you know. So. So, so there is no time frame when you have to go to a startup you may never need to go to a startup you know you can actually uh, it, it it depends on what you want and entrepreneurship is not about just doing something for the heck of it and or just to raise some fund and then close down the shop uh it's a hard journey uh and the only sole motivation for someone to do the startup is that a problem is so big and you are so bothered about it that you don't eat your food you don't sleep at night you know it's it's like one of those days when when you have a bad breakup and all you can remember <laughs> you know that those days so if if it bothers you to that level and then you have uh, you know i mean you 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 decide that no matter what i'll do in my life but i'll go and i'll give it a shot and i'll try to solve this problem that is the right time to do a startup otherwise you know there are a lot of successful people you know even if you see a uh, lot of execution uh, that is being done in companies like us and every big company uh uh even nikesh arora and people like those you know they they didn't do startup but you know they they took google from 1 billion to 70 billion empire so so i mean the success can be in uh, many places uh, so i don't like the uh you know a trend that is quite prevalent these days that i have to do a startup it is it is uh, it is an important part of the ecosystem by all means uh but it needs to be from within where where you're not worried about success and failure and and you know you you just want to do it because you have to do it this idea is just killing you hello sir uh, my name is rupesh my question is like uh, since you are saying uh, inmobi is coming at number 5 from the uh, that data being managed by you guys so like google i i was reading about google that uh, their major cost is about managing the infra for their company or for like for the youtube is that also the major cost for you now to manage so much no, of no, data no no so the reason you uh, reason you invest in open source is because it's free okay so if i could have done uh, i could have process uh, petabyte and information buying uh, any solution you know vertica teradata uh, no, my solutions my, are there yeah no no my question is not about uh, processing of the data my question is about uh, when you're processing the data you need to store the yeah, data yeah 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 so so right. i think uh, like any any data intensive business we have huge infrastructure uh, establishment like okay. i told you we run six data center across the globe and a huge part of uh, our engineering goes into making things efficient how we can get the last 
compute power out of the CPU or right. even storage, how we can use that. So there's a lot of things into it that how will optimally you use the storage, uh, something on flash, something on SSD and uh, the data that you don't use regularly, put it on cheap disk. Similarly on, uh, you know, how do you want to uh, place your RAM uh, memory? So we invest, uh, we work on a lot of those things. Hi. So my question was, which kind of competition you face daily and how do you tackle those competitions? Suppose a new product comes, I mean, with all the features you have. So how do you tackle that and what kind of difference you make? So our competition is uh, really uh, Google and Facebook and you know, they are not uh, your usual competitor. I mean, they are, they are, they are very uh, tech advanced, especially Facebook is very aggressive. They are, they are not only a big company. Uh, they run like a startup. They are they are very nimble. You know, you launch a feature, they will come back and they'll come back very hard. So, uh, uh, and then most of the time, you know, they have they have a lot of firepower. Not only the very good engineers, but uh, uh, so what we do is basically uh, we keep changing things fast. Uh, so the only thing in our favor is uh, how we can disrupt some of the place, and we can keep doing it at a regular frequency and keep doing it quite fast. You know, what takes some company to launch in six months, how can we launch it in 30 days? So some of those things that, that we have to keep doing all the time uh, to stay relevant and compete with this, these people. Yes. Yeah, every, every, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a regular process. Regular process. Hi, myself, Vikas. One basic question about the advertisement approach is, right now, advertisement work only when you are online. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it doesn't work. But in the mobile, half the time you are probably offline, right? So why you are not trying to capture that particular market? So there? yeah, so I think that we, we we debated that question quite some time, but it's it's all about focus. So I think uh, even if you are online uh, half of the time, the the opportunity is huge and enormous. So as a as a matter of focus and as a matter of choice, we decided to uh, do that first. Uh, we are actually uh, toying with some of the offline idea. Uh, the biggest problem in the offline is attribution because if you are not offline, eventually user has to do something or basically go to advertiser's proposition on a site and if he is not going, then he will not pay for it. So the biggest problem is the attribution and the action that happens. Uh, but there are certain ways, there are there are couple things that we are trying but, but a good problem to solve but like I said, this problem itself is not solved yet. So there is a, a huge market on this side. So, so we are, it, it's, it's about making choices. Uh, what do you think about Google's contributor project where the users can pay to not see ads? Uh, I mean, that, that is basically uh, even the ad blocker, uh, ad blocker model is as well. You can, you can always pay to not see an ad. But, but the thing is, majority of the users are not in a situation to pay uh, and get the content. So content can only thrive when it's free. You know, UGC is something that basically, you know, why Facebook is so popular because, you know, people are writing and then it's free, news feed and everything. Uh, and then that's how it became so big. If you, if you, if you try to, uh, if you start charging people, then it won't go anywhere. You know, even if you see most of the music services in early on and early days, they died because, you know, they started charging way too early. First, you have to show the value and then, then start charging. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll come back to you and here. Uh, Mohit. Uh, my question is not tech, I'm not a tech guy. Okay, now uh, entrepreneurship, there are, uh, you know, very limited numbers of highs, etc. and you reach there after a long time. But almost on a daily basis, you f uh, face those uh, down times, those troughs and sometimes uh, you feel I would that say every hour, why, hourly basis. Okay. <laughs> so uh, maybe in the tech business, you face it hourly. People like me, we face it maybe once in a day. 
so how do you uh, you know keep facing that come out of it keep facing that come out of it keep facing that come out of it i mean in terms of uh, lifestyle discipline or thought process how would what would be your take away to entrepreneurs on how to deal with those things so so i think failures are the part of life and in fact there will be more failures uh, the ratio will be 99 to 1 so so just to give you give you some sense uh, so it will be 99 failures and then one success but uh, you cannot undermine those failures because that one success that you had eventually is because of those 99 failures so do not get disappointed by them uh, uh, the other thing that worked for me uh, hire very hire best of the best because if you hire the best people they will solve a lot of your problem that gives you a uh, headache or uh, chest pain <laughs> you know so uh, so i mean uh, try to leverage people there are a lot of good engineers there are a lot of good folks and build a team uh, which is uh, which do not believe on individual heroism because if you go on to individual heroism uh, you will have very few people to solve the challenges and very few people to solve uh, uh, problems for you in fact build a very productive team and effective team you know the team that can work together and that can solve problems so that way you can multiply and uh, divide uh, i always stay away from very smart jerks who don't like to work with the team because those people are very dangerous uh for any startup because they will bring you down what will happen that they will have a chip on their shoulder and then nobody will work with them and you will lose 10 good people uh so what you look for is team player you look for uh, never dying spirit you know somebody who can actually so when when there is a problem in startup you don't go home until it is solved this is how it works and people who are willing to commit to those kind of discipline and who are commit to those kind of uh uh energy for for a common cause i think that's what it is uh i would also tell you some of the founders uh learn that when to step away the founders can do lot of a uh, lot of good things for the company and they can do lot of damage to the company as well if you don't let go you control everything then the company belongs to you and it doesn't belong to anyone else that's the worst thing you'll be doing when you are building a big company so make sure you are very inclusive you are making other other people so today in mobi is company of 1000 people it's not the company of four of us in fact we we four do least amount of things is uh, the the remaining people who do most most of the things so so you need to let go the ownership you need to groom them and you need to complement every founder has to play a very different role in early days you have to see the future in in later day today our job is how to unblock people how to basically empower them how to give them right guidance so that they can solve the problem and uh come out of this failure uh, hi mohit my name is arvin uh, so it's on the same theme about the teams that you talked about and uh, about 6 months ago there was a lot of debate about the quality of product talent in india and you pro- built the product many years ago when even the market was not that mature so what are the problems you face and how did you develop the product teams and so talent f- basically so for the engineering and product so first of all uh, i don't believe there is a uh, there is a problem of talent in india that's not at all a issue because if you think about it uh in fact pretty much if you uh, if you see uh, the ceo of microsoft uh the ceo of mastercard uh the ceo of uh, google you know and and even the ceo of uh, adobe all these company who are these guys the all these guys are indian uh, you know so i mean uh, is the same people graduated from our colleges you know uh, they 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 have been doing phenomenal work over there uh, what has happened is uh, in recent days uh, all of a sudden the door of opportunities has uh, you know opened up in india and uh, earlier people had no option you know either you go you work for some service company and then 
try to find a on on site job you know that used to be the only aspiration versus now you have many option where you go you build a product that will be used lot of people across the globe uh, and now in fact there is a reverse drain as well people are coming from us to india and and in fact my svp of engineering uh, left a very lucrative job in us and come and joined us and there are several such engineers in fact three facebook engineers they came to india and joined in movie uh, so so i think the talent is never a problem the problem was exposure and the right guidance and i think uh, a lot of that is happening into the ecosystem uh, as long as we can channel that in a right way uh, we are we are no less than any part of the world fantastic fantastic any more questions guys so mohit uh, one more from me and happen to hold the mic i'm taking some liberties over here uh, very quickly ethics and values in a company okay there are times in a startup you need to deal very badly i mean how do you make the choice between your ethics and walking away from a deal which currently might serve your purpose but later on doesn't align with what you want to do so i think values and uh, moral is very important in life you know the company can come and go any day uh, similarly the money and deal they can come and go, uh, go any day but your moral and ethics will stay with you and once again my personal opinion if you sell them and if you lose them you have nothing left uh, intellectually you are dead uh, morally you are dead uh, so for me i think uh, i mean forget about going outside i mean you won't be able to see yourself every day in the mirror uh, so values are very important uh, we have actually written it in every corner every place in our office and i'll talk about it that also in uh, uh, some sense uh, we fire people based on values we hire people based on values we do not do a deal based on values and we run every everything in the company right from our leave policy to comp policy is all depending on values because uh, end of the day you want to work for someone or, uh, or or you want to associate with someone where there is a predictability in the behavior you say that he reacts that way uh, you know you don't want to be like politician you know today i am just cursing this guy and tomorrow i am just hugging him just because you know i need to do that alliance to win a uh, you know so some somebody in our country somebody in our country know that he will never be pm because he just merged with anyone uh, and he lost the election even after winning it so uh, so that's 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 how i see it once again it's my personal opinion uh, but values is uh, it, it's a uh, without values and moral it's uh, intellectual bankruptcy and and you you better not do an uh, do a startup uh, rather than be in that state okay mentorship how often to do it when to change your mentor i mean how do you know i mean see mentorship for me i mean after we got funded i left my mentor because i thought paise mil gaye mereko mentor ki zarurat nahi hai i was sitting an entire year of my business stagnated then figured out ki okay i need him much worse now after having raised money and then i of course went back to him so as an entrepreneur how important is mentorship for you and how do you seek it from others so mentorship is very important i think no matter what stage you are in there is always somebody who knows things better and you have to find the right mentor uh, i think uh, there is also uh, uh, one 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 bad uh, one bad part of the ecosystem these days i see is uh, there are a lot of very dangerous mentors out there and so i have written by the way i have written an article on linkedin so if you get a chance you go and read there and my problem with those mentors is uh, uh you know, you you heard the uh, mythology uh, uh, about abhimanyu you know that chakravyu so he knew how to get in but he didn't know how to come out and he 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 was killed over there 
but the only guy who could have helped him was arjun or possibly krishan who knew how to basically break the seven thing but imagine now if if somebody else come in and give him gyan that i know how to come out of it the outcome won't change he'll get killed anyway because because the two people who have cracked the chatuyo <laughs> are known but he's he's getting this information from other people who have not done it so so for me uh, so like i said you know a lot of people uh, write to me that we need mentorship and all uh, what i believe is uh, that if if i cannot contribute in a meaningful way when i when i say meaningful uh, mentorship is a contact sport which means i need to talk to you i need to speak to you i need to understand because every world is different every company is different every culture is different even you define or you don't define there is a culture so until unless you know the whole thing it's very hard to give you any advice so it needs a very close involvement the other thing is it's very important that i might it's it's almost essential that i must have done something very similar in life to be able to give you a uh, certain advice around it uh, and last but not least you are the best judge of the situation you are in so you take all this information and now you have to apply your own brain you have to apply your own intellect into it that how to make sense of it and 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 that's how i see it but nonetheless you need a mentor everybody needs a mentor even to this date uh, i think i rely on three four people i speak to them uh, i call them whenever i'm stuck and a good mentor never solves your problem what he does is basically he get the solution out of you he pushes me he every time i ask him a question he asks me three question and early on i didn't understand what he's trying to do i came here and i asked him one thing he this guy asking three three question back to me but why he was asking me that he was trying to find out what is my real problem and those three question were forcing me to go back and work on those things and then lot of things were becoming clear in my head by the time he did it three four time i knew what i need to do so so a good mentor pushes you and he asks you to get the right question and once you know that you know your situation you know your your business the answer become very clear so i think that's my two cents on mentorship characteristics of a good mentee what would you expect i mean you're investing your time with somebody so what i think, least you would expect okay. from him so so drop your ego at the door uh, you know you are going to you are going uh, uh, so be humble that you need help and everybody needs help you know uh, even larry page and sajay brin and mark zuckerberg even they have mentors you know they they call people uh, so everybody needs help so you you should not have ego around it uh, be very upfront you know call it what is white call black as black do not try to hide anything because it's like it's like seeing a doctor you having a stomach pain but you're saying i'm having fever so he'll give you wrong medicine so you cannot blame the doctor it's you told him the wrong symptoms uh, and take the feedback in a very constructive way even if he's saying he you you are not doing this right you 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 are failing at this all he's trying to tell you that he's helping you that you need to do something very different what or your your approach needs to be completely different so so i think open openness uh acceptance to receive uh, a constructive feedback and then actually ex- taking action on it uh no information no advice is meaningful if you don't do anything with it so so i think these three things are very important for a mentee yeah. so we have one question at the corner over there uh we'll take that we'll come to you and then we'll wind up uh you can check with him again once we are done with this yeah uh, hello my name is prasad Uh, just i thought of asking like you know as a startup company or something like you know your company is now established and you know it's doing good but now the present market is volatile and you know lot of challenges and competitions are there at this point of time just i would like to know your vision or something like this for the future like you know maybe do you set up some of the uh, teams or some forums 
who works on a long term perspective of what we need to develop for the 5 years or 3 years or 2 years or next 6 months something like this yeah so so definitely we we always invest at least 10 to 15% of our energy in doing something long term or something very different where we believe ecosystem is heading uh, so we are actually currently working on two two such product one is uh, we believe uh, commerce is an unsolved problem you know you get lost in 1 million items what to buy when to buy and all to do it uh, so discovery of those uh, discovery of those items based on your your personal behavior is an unsolved problem and we we are seeing the future of advertising is that and you know we recently launched a product called meep uh, a mobile discovery platform so that's one of those calls so it's really a long term bet i think uh, one year two year down the line when when the whole commerce will stabilize and the whole discovery will get perfected around user behavior that's one thing we are also trying to do something very proprietary which i may not be able to disclose uh, now uh, but we are working with lot of handset manufacturer because if you think about it ios is a very different ball game it's not a hardware company it's a software company and uh, the people like uh, uh, micromax intex what they are doing is they are a hardware company and there is a very low margin in that business so we are trying to collaborate with them and see if we can be the technology partner for them and we can give them the edge or we can be uh, the 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 software behind their phones where where they can deliver more value to the user so these are these are some of the example of some long term things that we are working and you always have to do that because nothing is like you said uh, nothing is permanent here you know every model every business will go shift or will go through severe changes uh, in a matter of uh, few months so we we always keep investing in those as well okay uh, you emphasized a great deal about the team and how strong they are how i mean it solves a lot of problems uh, you know uh, on behalf of your company so uh, my question is uh, uh, how did you bring about your fundamental or founding team basically the initial apart from the co-founders or you know other people the initial 100 or initial 10 or 20 kind of people where you probably might not have enough money or you know funding or to give them money how do you motivate them and how do you bring about uh, so biggest uh, biggest job of a founder uh, any any time is uh, to hire and the only thing that works in hiring is uh, how convincingly you can sell your dream can you make it the dream of other guy so that he will work leaving everything what else is out there if you are not able to do that job uh, you will not reach uh, heights uh, how many people follow elon musk have you seen his tweet yesterday his 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 tweet yesterday was that i am building one of the most awesome autopilot car and i need engineers ping me if if you want to be part of that team so hmm? yes so 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 basically uh, this is the job of a founder and this is he has to sell that dream and 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 you know if 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 entrepreneurship is uh, a, if entrepreneur is not able to sell his dream and not hire his uh, dream to other people there is something wrong with the dream either it's not big enough it's not convincing enough and that causes that needs uh, some sort of retrospection to go back and see why it's not clicking that's that's what it is fantastic guys uh, okay this is the last question mohit uh, i'm manish i work for ca technologies so my question is between startup and large enterprises because every startup wants to be the large, large enterprise in future not these days not these days facebook okay. is the biggest startup you know okay so how do you see that what should large enterprises learn from startup i think is the speed of execution uh uh choices 
you know that how do you how do you make choices what to do and what not to do and uh, how to not get stuck with one cash cow and innovate and evolve uh, into something different uh, i think that's that's one of the biggest thing possibly inter uh, enterprise can learn from uh, big startups thank you okay guys uh, we have just one small question at the back somebody very shy asking can i ask one small question so please how do you survive that energy how do you survive that energy you are trying and trying trying and still you are in a same position and uh, how can you identify that you are getting stuck? yeah yeah so i think uh, so the energy comes from people and and you know uh, that's where uh, every uh, new engineer we hire and every new person joins the team he brings a very different set of because you know he comes with so much enthusiasm and passion that uh, and it's very infectious you know he he in fact and other people and and i think as long as you believe in the dream and as long as you believe that you're doing something meaningful uh and you go home and you feel very satisfied you know i did something that millions of users are going to see uh, my code or what i wrote or or the business i did it, it, it keeps you going so i think this uh, that's that's what it is and uh, the passion you know and that's why i said entrepreneurship is about doing something that you like and if you do something that you like i mean you you, you don't need any other motivation I mean think about it you have a favorite food and you can eat whenever whenever that food is given to you because you just like it and there are certain things in your life you like you know some sports some some player some movie and 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 it it it's a natural motivation and the so similar uh, startup is the similar thing in fact it's 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 a bigger drug than that you know so that's that's what it is so that's it people hope you enjoyed the show today Keep listening to Go Construct Radio for more inspiring entrepreneurial stories and do share these stories with your friends and family. Also, most importantly, do not forget to subscribe and like our shows and leave us a comment. You could also write into us at radio@construct.me. At you were just listening to Go Construct Radio, an online radio station bringing you tips, tricks and inspiring stories from dreamers and entrepreneurs around the world. This episode of Go Construct Radio was brought to you by Construct Media with studio support from Spacebot Entertainment. If you would like to advertise or communicate through our platform, then write to us at radio@construct.me. At